All right, welcome to another episode of the Take Chances podcast. I am your host, Chance Mack. And on the Take Chances podcast, we talk about three things, tech, culture, and people. Now, I'm not going to be too long-winded today, but I do want to stress the importance of this conversation for our community. And with that being said, let's jump right in. You got to take chances, it's your day. You got to take chances, no more away. You got to take chances, it's your day. You got to take chances, no more away. All right, welcome back. So I want to start with the quote. If it costs you your peace, it is too expensive. That's the quote. <laughs> Let that marinate with you really quickly. So let's start there. I want to check in with my community and see how y'all doing. Uh, take a second to see how your mental health is going. How was your day? Do you feel stressed? Do you need to work out? Do you need to go for a walk? Do you need to call your dad? Hey, uh, do you need to call your parents? Um, check in with somebody. Um, check in with yourself, right? 2020, 2021 has been a whirlwind for many of us. So let's start by taking care of ourselves, right? All right. So on the Take Chances podcast, we only do three to five topics each time that we pod. You know, this is not a two hour podcast, 20 minutes, you'll be done. So don't worry, I'm going to take care of y'all, right? So the first thing I want to start with today is I want to shout out one of my close friends, uh, Brandon and Bradley Chubb. Um, Bradley Chubb, many may know him for um, being a part of the Denver Broncos organization, uh, but I know him since I was in high school and maybe when he was in like elementary school. Um, but the reason I wanted to bring him up, bring Bradley up today and really highlight Brandon and Bradley um, is because Bradley just won the Denver Broncos Community Impact Award. And now that's special, right? And a lot of people will just, you know, tweet and give him a congratulations and then move on. But as I was, you know, thinking about what took place in my life over the past week that I've been away from since our last episode, I just thought about like what's the true impact of winning that award? It's not the award. Right. It's the it's the the impact that he's made in his community um, on the students that he's impacted. I believe that he raised twenty five to thirty thousand for a local school district in Denver to help them go to school more effectively, more efficiently, make sure they have the right resources, make sure the teachers are um, supported from a financial perspective. Many of us know teachers spend a lot of their own money on supplies um, crafts and activities for the kids. So major shout out to Bradley for doing that. And I wanted to kind of start my podcast by keeping the focus where it should be. And that should be on the community, um, the impact that we're all trying to make in the world. And that's something that's going to last for many years to come. So shout out to the Chubb Foundation. If you want to learn more about their organization, go to the Chubb or follow Bradley and Brandon online. All right. So the second thing that I wanted to mention was uh, I wanted to give you all a quick update on the Peloton. So a couple weeks ago, I got a Peloton. 
Um, I talked about it being one of my biggest Cyber Mer- Monday purchases of all time. Uh, and it's been two weeks. I love it. I want to give you all a quick review. Um, I use the, the Peloton for, of course, cycling, but I also use it for meditation, yoga, and I also do some core exercises on there as well. Y'all know I'm really big on mental health, but I also know that my mental health is also tied directly into my physical health. What am I eating? What am I viewing? How am I being active? Uh, I work in technology. I sit around a computer all day for the most part. I'm on my phone all day. I work from home. It's very easy for me to spend 10 hours 12 hours in the same spot, right? But with my Peloton, it eliminates my need to go to the gym. Um, Of course, I still try to go for lifting and, you know, the social aspect, but I can just hop on my Peloton at 12 o'clock at night and ride for a few minutes, listen to good music and get a good workout in. So I know that the Peloton is directly impacting my physical health, but also my mental health. And for that reason, I love it. All right. So let's transition a little bit into the technology piece of the conversation. So in the next two to three years, Bill Gates says that 90 percent of all of our office meetings are going to take place in the metaverse. Wow. But that sounds so far fetched, even though two to three years is right around the corner. Being an adult, we know how fast the year moves. Like it's already 2022 or we're coming up on 2022 and it really feels like the pandemic just started. Right. Um, So I'm really interested to see what this metaverse looks like um, and how this will affect how we work together. Of course, we already know that a lot of us are working from home are in a virtual environment already. So the idea of moving from Zoom to the metaverse is not necessarily that far-fetched. However, the idea of me putting on a headset or some glasses or some contacts to get into the metaverse is a little bit of a opportunity for those companies to figure out how we get around that because, I yeah, we'll just see what, what takes place with that. Um, and if people actually accept that, And I'm sure they'll figure it out because there's so much investment going into the metaverse. I believe that um, Facebook said that they're going to spend 50 billion dollars on making the metaverse what it needs to be over the next 10 years. And I'd imagine that that 50 billion could probably increase as time goes along. So very interesting to see what will take place in the metaverse. And it kind of leads me to the next topic that I wanted to talk about. So. I wanted to take a second to address the idea of us moving to a web 3.0, web 3.0 environment. So many of us are familiar with the Internet and have grown up with the Internet. Um, And we've been primarily a part of web 2.0. And I say many of us like I don't have a pretty robust or diverse audience. I know I do have some people that, you know, grew up before the internet even existed, right? Like the internet is a fairly new sensation to them. And I know time is relative. So let me just address that. But for those that of us that 
are millennials or um, maybe a little bit past the millennials, we've grown up with the internet. And the internet that we've grown up with has been a little bit of Web.1 or 1.0, which is just the foundation of the internet. And that's like the dial-up environment, which I do remember. I used to be a net zero user. <laughs> and um, it transitioned to Web 2.0, and that's the environment that we're most familiar with today. That's when we've seen the rise of companies like Apple, Facebook, Twitter, um, a lot of the other social media platforms like TikTok. And now we're transitioning into Web 3.0. And instead of those companies, those top five companies that I just named, like Apple, Microsoft, Facebook, Twitter, Amazon, um, Web 3.0 is the democratization of the Internet. And that's going to create more opportunity for individuals like me and you to have ownership of the Internet versus the Web 2.0 in which Facebook, Google, Amazon, YouTube, they own the Internet and they drive the economy. It's transitioning into a opportunity for creators, business owners to create NFTs, um, concepts, virtual space spaces in the metaverse in which you can be the change that you want to see, but also gain revenue from it. So very interested to see what Web 3.0 looks like. Of course, there is a lot that I can talk about here, but on the Take Chances podcast, we try to be brief and give you just enough to make you want to go learn a little bit more. But of course, there's going to be cryptocurrencies, NFTs, and I want to take a second to just talk about those two topics because all the time I'm getting hit up about, you know, Chance, what's your thoughts on NFTs? Like, you know, some of the kids that are in high school, some of my college age um, listeners ask about NFTs and are just there's a craze about NFTs and cryptocurrencies and Bitcoin and Ethereum and Solana and all these different coins, Dogecoin. Um, so let me just take a second to just address cryptocurrencies for a moment. So Bitcoin is the most popular cryptocurrency by market share today. And one of the things that Jack Dorsey and many of the creators of this Web 3.0 that we're tra transitioning to believe that the value of cryptocurrency is a democratized or decentralized token that we as consumers and creators can leverage to purchase and transact with each other without the barriers of fiat currency, which could be, you know, physical or tangible, which we can lose or, you know, misplace or can't use in a certain country because they don't accept it with three web 3.0 and us leveraging Bitcoin and Ethereum and all of these other cryptocurrencies, we will all have access to spending power. This is the air quotes because we know that financial inequality is a huge gap, at least in America. And that's something that, you know, we all are trying to work to solve. And there's a huge opportunity for us there. Um, so I don't want to take that lightly. But the idea is that with the access to the Internet becoming more global, and the audience that's on the internet becoming more diverse, the cryptocurrencies 
will enable us to not only have access to make transactions, but also the means to transact in these markets or in these um, spaces where things are happening. Currently today, many of us, if you're rich in America and you have, you know, let's say a million dollars, that million dollars may not be worth the same million dollars that is worth here in America, in Great Britain. But with Bitcoin, that Bitcoin is going to be worth the same globally. That's the easiest way to explain the difference between fiat currency and cryptocurrencies. And I know that y'all didn't come here to get a masterclass on cryptocurrencies. And that's not even my ministry. That's not my expertise. But I did want to kind of address some of the questions that I'm receiving in the DMs, uh, also via email and also through the discord that we have for the Take Chances community. So what are your thoughts on the digital economy? I'm curious to know, are you an investor in Bitcoin or any of the cryptocurrencies? And do you believe that Web 3.0 can solve some of the financial inequality issues that we're facing today? Let me know your thoughts. I mentioned earlier that I'm not going to be too long winded today, um, but I do want to stress the importance of this conversation. I hope that you all were able to receive some nuggets of information that are helpful to you and helpful to the life that you lead. Again, I hope that you take a second to check in with yourself and focus on your mental health. And I hope that I was able to be the conduit that connects you to tech, culture and people. Again, my name is Chance Mack, and I will talk to you all soon. Take chances. You gotta take chances. It's your day. You gotta take chances. No more away. You gotta take chances. It's your day. You gotta take chances. No more away.